0: Everybody and welcome to Into the Smo Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and on the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. I am your host, Elon McCaig, and joining me as always, he is the Grace Hancock to my Jay Washington, Luke Stuttered. Luke, how are you doing, buddy?
1: What's up, buddy? Don't you enjoy mentioning Grace weekly? <sighs> the to my Sunshine. <sighs> The most amazing present that we will ever have, Grace Hancock.
0: Look, you're married and she's engaged. Stop that right now. Hey, I
1: am not saying attractiveness. I'm talking about how I I am impressed by her.
0: I know, but stop trying to butter her up. She's, she's, She's evil. You need to look behind everything. She's an evil
1: person. There's evil and then there's a good businesswoman. I look at the good business woman.
0: I look at her being evil. And sure, people... Uh, I don't want to talk bad about Jay because I do actually like Jay. But at the same time, him aligning with her is just... Smart, good businessman.
1: Really good business. Uh,
0: anyway, now that we're done talking about the president, Grace Hancock, we can move on the actual show which this is the show that we do every week on monday we release the podcast at around 6 or 6 30 and we do the show and we premiere it on youtube
1: at 8 or 8 30 depending I on trying, what happens i keep trying to get you to change the podcasts are released with the youtube it will help both
0: look i'm releasing the podcast at 6 to 6 30 because it's been a habit now. Every single time when we get done recording our shows, it's always around 6 or 6.30 when I get done editing it and I just post it. Mm-hmm. So that's the habit. It's just mm-hmm. around that time now. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. It, look, if people prefer listening to the podcast, they get it first.
1: Here and there we go. numbers, just saying.
0: Well, look, we have an overall of 65 listens. For all of the sh- all of the shows that we have, so I I look at that as a
1: positive. All right. which, let's go to our first topic.
0: Yes, we're going to our first topic, which is Rookie of the Week. Luke, show the beautiful audience who is our Rookie of the Week.
1: The Rookie of the Week is Jessica Schloth.
0: Sloth, I believe. Sloth? I've heard yes. That. Yeah, we've heard both, but when they were doing the actual match,
1: they were saying sloth. So I'm saying sloth. So, Jessica, if you watch the show, tell me if I'm right saying sloth or if Eli is right saying sloth. No, I'm saying sloth, not slush.
0: Sloth, sloth. Yeah. So, this is our first rookie of the week that is actually has already had a match. All the other Rookie of the Weeks that we've gone had not had a match when we talked about them. So this is our first one who already had a match, and her match was actually this week. So though I don't have a lot of notes on her backstory, I do know for a fact that she had a strong showing in her match. And I think very much that she proved that she is a very formidable and fearsome rookie being a part of the den. I don't know about you.
1: Well, honestly... If we were not going to be talking about the other match this past week, I would say she would be in the top rookies that we have seen this year.
0: That is 100%. There are are a few questions that I was hoping Beth would get, but Jessica got, and Jessica very much proved herself in this match. And yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this great rookie of the week other than she proved herself that she that she's gonna be one of the best rookies so far and again like yeah i mean she's 1-0 right now she's going to continue playing because of her 1-0 and record which i'm looking forward to her next match i don't yeah. know about you
1: oh i'm i'm super excited i love seeing a a strong female competitor because there's not a I mean, there's not a ton that are just strong female competitors. There's more men. And so when you see a good rookie who's a female, I get excited. I think that's a great thing for the Schmodown. As as more females, the better. I mean... She could that? become a, she could become a future Clark Wolf or Rachel Cushing. I lean more towards her, a Clark just to Rachel just had that, that base knowledge. Mm-hmm. I could see her more as a Clark someone who will develop more and more after each match. So, and I'd rather see a Clark over a Rachel. I loved Rachel. I think Clark, to me, you just get to watch a competitor grow and get stronger.
0: Yes, and we are all looking forward to Jessica Sloth's growth. Ha! I made a rhyme. I made an accidental rhyme. Which, ladies and gentlemen, that was our Rookie of the Week. And now, to the very uh what's a good word to say um controversial. tenuous controversial. controversial because we both have different picks for player of the week so Luke show my choice for player of the week
1: guys choice for player of the week is Jacoby Bancroft
0: yes he is my pick for player of the week for the simple fact of when he played he got a perfect round one even got bonus he didn't miss a question in round two. He didn't even have to go to multiple choice in round two, and and he answered his two-point right, not needing to answer his three-pointer or five-pointer, proving how great of a competitor he is. He is a strong competitor. He started out strong. He ended strong. To me, he is player of the week material. He proved it to me in that one match. For you, have a different opinion. And since your player of the week is very connected to who we both chose as manager of the week, go ahead and show up
1: that image as well. All right. The manager of the week and my player of the week is Bobby Gucci and JTE. Talk
0: about why you think JTE should be the player of the week.
1: Here's my reasonings. JTE was coming off of, honestly, a pretty big hiatus from the movie Trivia Schmodown. And he came in strong. Goddard is a great competitor. Goddard got ahead of him. But as you watch, JTE still fought. He never gave up. You also saw his rivalry with Gucci. I mean, they were amazing together. And you just saw the teamwork of both of them together. And so, I feel JTE, even though he didn't, he got pushed to his side. The other match, Jacoby did not get pushed to his five. And so you got to really see how much JT had put in the work. And you saw him fight and scrap and bring out a win. I bring Flair of the Week just due to the fact I don't want to see an easy match. I want to see a scrap. I want to see two competitors take it to the end, take it to their five. And Jacoby did not take it to his five. Maybe in next the next time we see him play, I might pick him as player of the week. It's just I want to see a player go to their five, be giving given it all.
0: Well, I'm not gonna deny that Bobby Gucci helped JTE get a victory. I'm not gonna deny that. Tom Dagnino did a great job at managing JTE. But again, the thing that doesn't give jte doesn't get me to pick jte is because like mainly because of that round one he didn't start out strong i think he got the first question in round one wrong and like after that i was hoping for jte to come out swinging but he didn't come out swinging ben goddard came out swinging and jacoby in his match it was an even playing field for the longest time and very much i was thinking oh this is a scrap and sure you can say oh Jacoby wasn't brought brought to his five-pointer. That just shows how great of a competitor he was able to be. He was able to push Jacob Blunden to the limit because Jacob had to get his three-pointer. He missed it. Pushed Jacob. Jacob had to get his five-pointer, and he missed it. So that very much proved that Jacoby didn't need it. And plus Jacoby was, able, again, Jacoby went perfect. When I say perfect, I mean, for all the questions he was asked, he got right. So that's why Jacoby is very much my pick.
1: True. I don't disagree with that. But also I want to state, I want to see a competitor get pushed to the 5. I want to see what they got. And we didn't get to see all of Jacoby's what he had due to the fact he didn't do the 3 or 5. Let's just say he had been pushed to the 3 and 5 and missed those two. We don't know what could have happened, but we know exactly what happened with JTE. He was pushed for every question. We know the outcome of every question. We did not know the outcome for Jacoby Bancroft.
0: Well, sure. It would be great to have an opponent get pushed all the way to the five pointer, but you can't always expect that. And if you're hoping and expecting that every single time, then that'll skew skew your opinion. And And I'll be honest. It may be because I know Jacoby personally. I have met, I messaged him literally right after I saw that he won and I congratulated him. Maybe I have rose tinted cl- glasses for Jacoby Bancroft. I will gladly admit it. I was rooting for Jacoby the moment they announced he was in the draft and I was rooting for him in this match. And I'm hoping that he goes all the way to future title contention. I will admit all of that. However, I do think this match proved very much that Jacoby is a player that you should not mess with, that you should not be like, Oh, he's a rookie. He's Oh, just be, he's a rookie. He's not on our level. Like, no, he's proven that he is on like if JTE and Jacoby were to play Jacoby's winning, in my opinion, based off of, Oh, Oh, very much after the performance Jacoby had with Jacob JTE Jacoby played Jacoby's winning. There is no doubt in my mind.
1: Well, I'll say this though, I'm not going to disagree with you on J- Jacoby Bancroft. I thought he did amazing. I if I had did not see JTE scrap, I would have given it to Jacoby easy. But I like seeing the scrap. I like seeing a competitor come out from the bottom from losing and saying, "No, I'm not going to give up." It shows how good the player is and it also shows how good the manager is because that raw emotion that we got from Bobby Gucci. I've never seen that raw emotion from him ever. I
0: that that was great seeing like the moment JTE won and then they pulled up Bobby Gucci and he just gives a big screaming (laughs) cheer. I was all that I was thinking was, wow, this is probably gonna be the one and only time I cheer for Bobby Gucci this entire season because that was real emotion.
1: It really was. And the camaraderie and the friendship they have there you just saw it. And so it might just be my bias on just loving that match so much. But I'm leaning for JTE And um... Jacoby was great to me, too. I mean, if I did not have such a great time in the JTE match, I probably would have gone with uh, Jacoby Bancroft. But for this week, I'm going with JTE.
0: And I'm sticking with Jacoby and we both have Bobby Gucci as manager of the week. So, I mean, I feel like no matter what we have good picks all around with JT and Jacoby and Jessica and Bobby Gucci. I mean, all of them are great picks. So yeah, those were, those were our segments for rookie player. Well, players and manager of the week. So we're going to move on to our last of the, of the week segments which is Match of the Week, which, of course, Luke, what is Match of the Week for this week?
1: Oh, Match of the Week is the
0: free-for-all. Of course, it was going to be the free-for-all. This is us going deep, diving. We're going to be talking about it. This is the thumbnail, people, the free-for-all. So where do you want to start? Actually, I know exactly where to start. Grace Hancock should have at least thought about William Bibiani. Because, come on, he didn't want to enter in the first round. He wanted uh, help because of health conditions, like because of his knee and all that. But no, what does she do? Still puts him in round one. Should have at least given him round two.
1: Here's my thing. I think Grace did amazing on doing that.
0: Luke, you were rooting for William Bibiani. How could you say that?
1: because that's better for me because that gets approved from the very beginning how good bibs is how far he can go you will always remember him going so far every year and so him starting out he didn't get put first and he asked not to be first and he was not first grace did what she said she was going to do and if he had waited maybe he would have had better moments maybe he could have won but I will always remember him taking out those massive competitors at the very beginning of the match. He and
0: did so, have a big moment. He cleared the board
1: uh, from for three. Cha- no, all of them were champions that were on mm-hmm. the board at that time.
0: Because Dan, Dan, Adam,
1: Adam, who else was JTE there? No, no, not JTE. No, Ethan no, it was Ethan and.
0: Oh, man. It wasn't Roca. It wasn't oh, no, JTE.
1: It,
0: it's... Ooh. And Draco. And Draco, yes. Yes, that's who it was. Like, f- two current champions, one in teams, one in singles. All five of the people on the table, like, have fought for the singles belt at least once. Because uh-huh. I think it was And Draco versus Bibiani when Bibiani won. Yes, yes. So, yeah, it's like all of them. All the people on the table had fought for the singles belt, and Bibiani cleared the board. That is a moment right there. And we wouldn't have gotten that if Grace had not put him at five. <gasps> I'm, I'm not going to give Grace any props. I'm not. I am. It's not. I am. Well, let's just, let's look at who started. Let's, let's look at round one. It was Ethan Irwin, if you can remember who was in round one. Ooh. Oh, my. I know someone put up a list of all of the rounds, and it had each player. I know Ethan was entrant number one. Bibbs was five. Oh, it was on Facebook. I can't pull it up because I'm on. on yeah, it's on the Facebook. I'll, I'll go look. Um. So yeah, like round Bibiani lasted quite a while. The I'm just gonna go skip
1: to okay, when okay, Bib- I, got it, I, got it, I got. Okay. It. Never mind. Okay. So, see. Seat one was Ethan, or wait, how, that's a weird, how they did it was weird. All right, one was Ethan, wait, why is it that, <laughs> oh, okay, 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 I got it.
0: It's Ethan, side to side,
1: that's the seat. Ethan, Saul, the Barbarian, Bra- Bradley Tingle, and William Viviani. Which, they're
0: right, right there, You you have a great table already. Oh, yes. Then, but I will say, after that first round, when I, you see the table in my brain, I'm already going, Saul's going out.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I love Saul, but Saul's an inner geekdom.
0: Yeah, he's mainly inner geekdom. And I think he got one point, at least one. You can look down. I think points are right next to their names.
1: Uh, yes, only one.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, Saul was not going to last. So, next round, who was on the table?
1: Next it was one. Ethan. Ethan, Adam Collins, the barbarian, Bradley Tingle, and William Bibioni. That was That next. was and that was when Bradley was going bye-bye.
0: Yeah, we all we
1: knew that one. Yeah.
0: And Go so ahead. Bradley Bradley got eliminated next.
1: Robert Parker was next.
0: Ah, uh, another one where I was sort of like, Robert, I love you buddy, but I don't think you're lasting. No. And I don't think he did. No, he got out the next one.
1: Him because and Barbarian.
0: Wasn't, yeah, him and Barbarian. Which, I will say, Robert Parker does have general movie trivia knowledge. I say that because when I was fighting, when I was in the online trivia leagues, which I am still am by the way, I'm not saying I left, but in one of the first tournaments I was in was just general movie trivia, and he and I played in the semifinals of a championship tournament. So I can prove to you, and he won. So he fought for the General Movie Trivia Championship. So I, I can prove without a doubt that Robert Parker does have general movie trivia knowledge. It's just Geek is more his strong suit. Yeah.
1: Anyway, next table. The next table after Robert Parker was out and The Barbarian was out, it was Mark and Draco and Dan Merle after that.
0: And that's the table where William Bibiani cleared
1: it. In one... I mean, round. in one round, you would never expect to hear
0: Dan Merle at least Dan Merle going out after one round. But I mean, you look at it, and those are so many big players. Well, Adam
1: Collins got out after three.
0: Yeah. Wild. And like, Andrego got out after one round. Like, that's a, again, a championship level table. And Bibiani was able to get all of them out. Uh huh.
1: And the next, the next people were super happy. Uh Yeah, because I believe it was Zipper. Zipper, J- Griffin Newman, who lasted, wow, I did not expect him to last that. Yeah. One. um, Jesse Swift and Mark Hoyk. Yeah, and Zipper would end
0: his run in the free-for-all after that table, which yes. Jesse Swift, like, proved himself a little bit. Oh, yeah. Even though he only lasted two rounds, he proved himself, like, at round one in his first round. You know who's who actually impressed me a lot?
1: Mark Hoyk.
0: Yeah, he did really well in the free-for-all. Yeah, I was
1: not expecting that.
0: I, I My know. brain went, why can't you do this well in singles
1: matches? Yeah, I know. Like, why?
0: I understand these are just, like, I understand this is just, like, a multi- multiple round one game match, but still.
1: Yeah, I I don't know.
0: Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Zipper got eliminated. Next table.
1: Next table is ooh, one of my favorite competitors. Video Drew, Griffin Newman, Jesse Swift, Mark Wake, and William Bibiani. And I believe
0: this was the end of Jesse Swift because Video Drew was able to stick on just a little bit longer.
1: Yep. One more match over. Next, Next table. JTE takes out Jesse Swift or comes in after Jesse Swift. Ben Goddard Mark Week and William Bibiani. Wait,
0: Mark wait, wait,
1: wait. Griffin Newman. Wait, so Video Drew also went out with Jesse Swift? Uh, one match over, but basically only one after that one. Oh, so wait, wait, the the table after Jesse Swift was what? The table after Jesse Swift is Video Drew, JTE, Mark Quick, William Bibiani and Griffin Newman.
0: Okay, and did Video Drew get eliminated?
1: Yes, after that that one, she was she lost two two rounds.
0: Okay, and then next was Ben Griffin, JTE, Mark, and Bibiani. Yes, yes. And then in that one, we got a little revenge because I believe Ben got it and JTE went out at the same time. Yep, they did. <laughs> next, that was fun because because if you got it in your memory, that match between them just happened, uh-huh. and now you get this one where it's like okay.
1: So hmm, that's funny a little bit. Uh-huh. So next you had Liz Shannon Miller, Griffin Newman, mm-hmm. Kobe Bancroft, Vinny Mancuso, because Mark Boyk was taken out the last one as well, and William the Beast Viviani. All
0: right. You keep on going for a little bit. I gotta mute.
1: Okay. So next next on the list after that match, you had honestly you had after Mark Boyk was out, you had Vinny Mancuso. Then after that, on the table was Alonzo Duralde, Beth May, Jeff Snyder, Jacob Blunden, and starting here was Ben Bateman, because last match, William Bibiani was kicked out.
0: Yes, let's talk about that for a moment. Because I told you, I was playing along as well, and I stayed with Jacob Blunden. Like, I got the same question right with the... 1988, but wow, Jacob Blunden, wow, <laughs> that was—he cleared the table. I don't know which clearing of the table was better, William Bibiani's or Jacob Blunden's. Me personally, I have to say Jacob for the simple fact of he is a rookie and he took out some heavy hitters.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of funny he also took out uh, Jacoby Bancroft. Yeah, that's kind of I funny. will.
0: Yeah, I will say the William Bibiani one, it's sort of expected because all of them are like heavy hitters. Yeah. So you're like, okay, one of them's like either one of them, only one of them's going to get eliminated or someone's clearing the table. And that's the only way that's going to end. And Bibiani cleared the table.
1: This one was very like, what just happened? Uh huh. I, I hate he didn't last long. Well, I don't know. He lasted pretty good. Bit he lasted...
0: Actually. I'll say this. When I was playing along, I lasted all the way until Jacob Blunden got eliminated. And I was starting at round number one, so I would have
1: been the MVP. Is it, does it almost feel like it was almost the halfway point? I know it wasn't, but it technically felt like the halfway point. It felt like, like a halfway point. Yeah. So when then,
0: Jacob Blunden cleared the table, that felt like, oh, that's the hard reset.
1: Uh-huh. So next, it was Alonzo Giraldi, Beth May jeff snyder jacob london and ben bateman
0: i was surprised alonzo got eliminated this round
1: because it was only him that got eliminated yes yes and ben to me was doing awesome and we'll go more into it as we go yeah
0: ben throughout this match was like having like wave patterns where there would be times he was doing amazing and other times where he he, he, he was saved by the skin of
1: his teeth. <laughs> that, that's the definition of a Ben Bateman.
0: Yeah, it's like
1: someone shot an arrow at him, and he was like, whoo! <laughs> Ooh, that was close. <laughs> well, after that, it was Peggy Gibbons, Brendan Meyer, Jeff Snyder, Jacob London, and Ben Bateman. I was so excited. So
0: Beth, Beth went out as well as Alonzo? Yes, yes, they both. Okay, were. so, okay, we got Peggy. Peggy Gubbins, Brendan Meyer, Snyder, Blunden, and Bateman. Yeah. Yep. Next. I feel so bad for Peggy that round because you knew she knew some of them. It's probably just the nerves that got to her.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I w- Honestly, the seat one switch competitors a lot more than any of the. Yeah. Be- like, they didn't plan it, but it was just interesting to see that. The Seat 1 was the cursed seat. And seat 5? Only two people had seat 5.
0: Yep. And that was Biryani and Bateman.
1: That's wild to me. That's, That's amazing. It's weird. it's weird. It's very weird that that yeah. out that way. Honestly, next. seat 3 throughout the time was pretty good. Alright, so next after that was John Roca. Brendan Meyer, mm-hmm. Jeff Snyder, Jacob Blunden, and Ben Bateman.
0: And this was the round when we saw the end of the Blunden run. Yes. I yeah. believe. Was. That was when I got eliminated
1: as well. <laughs> well, after that, we had Mara Kanopic, Ben Bateman, Brenda Meyer, Jeff Snyder, and John Roca. And Mara Kanopic proved herself knowing
0: more than just IG, because I believe that was the round where Brendan Meyer... John Roca and Jeff Snyder went bye-bye.
1: Yes, I was surprised that John Roca did not last longer.
0: I, I was too, but at the same time, he was talking crap the entire match. Oh, yes. That mouth screwed him over. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm
0: All just right. telling you right now, John Roca, that mouth screwed you over. You should not have been talking crap that entire match. You should have been more focused on, you know. You know what I'm talking about.
1: You should have been more focused on answering questions than trying to talk crap. Well, after that was Stacy Howard, Frankie Alvarez, Marisol McKee, Mara Knopik, and Ben Bateman.
0: Also, a good table,
1: I believe. Mara and
0: Stacy went out this round.
1: Yes, they did. Yes, I was, I was sad about. I felt. I feel Stacy is such a better competitor than what she. Yeah,
0: Stacy. Stacy is a competitor that's so good but yet she always gets the short straw.
1: Well, that, and I just feel like she doesn't put in the work like other competitors does.
0: I think she does. It's just probably the work that she puts in is not, are
1: not, like the movies that she watches to
0: study are not the movies she may need to be studying.
1: Well, that's also why I say I wish she was still with Roxy. Mm -hmm.
0: Because
1: I felt Roxy really helped her more than I think, um, what the usual suspects are really helping her right now
0: gotcha hey let's try to go
1: okay. faster through this all right kim taylor foster frankie alvarez marisol mckee uh and paul Paulo yama ben bateman
0: this is where we went bye-bye to frankie alvarez and marisol mckee which yep. kim kim taylor foster did amazing
1: yes she did all right uh kim taylor foster Paige for Brady, paul Preston, Paulo yama ben bateman. Paul Preston did very well.
0: Yes, Paul Preston. This was a big showing for him. Page for Brady, unfortunately, only lasting a round.
1: And after that, Sabrina Ramirez, Mike Kalinowski, Paul Preston, Paul Yama, and Ben Bateman.
0: And this is where we saw Mike Kalinowski again. People who like to talk too much, passing well, it did. to them. Mike I know, I know. He didn't, right. he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get eliminated after two rounds, but still, like one of his main focuses was talking. Yeah. Like, come on! You don't need to be talking. But this was, this was the end of Sabrina Ramirez. She only popped in one round, which was very sad.
1: Yes, uh, Janine, the Machine, Jen Kemp, Paul Preston, Paul Yama, and Ben Bateman. And I heard you scream when Jen yes. came on the screen.
0: When Jen popped up, I was so happy because look, Schmoden, Grace Hancock. Since you're the one booking the matches, hey, put Jen in a match because. Jen is someone that hasn't been getting matches. She deserves a match. She's a great competitor. Give her a one-on-one match. I don't believe she's had a one-on-one match ever. She's only ever been in free-for-alls. No,
1: Give her a match. That's not true, actually. Look, I, he, she played in a match last year.
0: I don't remember. I'll be honest. Might have been a team's match. Or no, it was an IG match.
1: Yes, it was uh, against Alex Damon.
0: I, hey, I said singles, not IG. She yeah. hasn't had a singles match.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. All right. Then after that, it was Alex Damon, Jim Kemp, Paul, or er, the, the, the flirting flowers, Paul Oyama, and Ben Bateman. The flirting flowers. You're not time. worthy of this table. Poor, poor flirting. I love the flirting Flouse. Moving
0: on. Wait, was the Virgin Flouse number 40? Yes. No,
1: 41. 41? Yes. But there are only 40. He, show- he showed up at the very end. The and Flouse
0: will be eliminated. Goodbye. <laughs> Next table, hey, because I believe they went to Sudden Death? Y-
1: yes, between Ben Bateman and Paul Yama.
0: And then we are in Sudden Death and we get the winner and the person who has a title shot of whatever title they want, Paulo Yama. Nice. Your thoughts on Paulo Yama being the
1: winner of Free For
0: All 4?
1: Well, this honestly goes into a discussion I find interesting. Where does he use this title match? Does he go for single, Ooh. or does he go for main?
0: That okay. is a good co- Or, he could go
1: for IG. Uh, he I, on, or he could go for Star Wars. Yeah, but IG, I mean, he's played in IG, so he could go for IG, but I just don't think he's going to go that route. I think, honestly, he goes for singles. I don't think so.
0: I feel like he – I look, I understand. Final exam, teams, I, he's going for singles.
1: The reason why I think he might go for teams is due to the fact that he does not have the team's championship. He does have the singles championship.
0: Look, I know you're putting all of that like, oh, he already had, he already held the singles. He's never held the teams. I'm like, that honestly, that doesn't matter. What matters is being able to say, I am the singles champion. Like, sure, you can say, well, you're the team's champion, but you're sharing it with someone. If you're able to say that I'm the singles champion, I am the number one champion, that's what you get.
1: True, but also remember the suit. He's already been. The champion once
0: again it, that doesn't matter it's and when you all go all the way back to i'm gonna bring up wwe right now so don't so don't like throw that at me like all that but like when you look at someone like triple h triple h if he gets a title shot or like if he wins the royal rumble he's not gonna say oh i'm gonna cat i'm gonna make sure i get the tag team the wwe tag team championship no he's saying no i'm going for the wwe title like right. i'm not going I'm not going for it. I'm not going for the tag team title because I don't have it. No, I'm going for the main
1: event title. But think of it this way, though. him and Chance are the only two I could see having their hands on every single belt that is in the movie Tribute Showdown.
0: Well, I feel like he will want to earn the team's title. This one, it's sort of like... And I'm not saying... Winning the free for all isn't earning a tight earning the title. I'm saying like having to go through tournaments to get to that title. Whereas this one is like, I can challenge whenever I want, I'm gonna go for the singles. On that's just my that's just me. I feel like he's going for singles. Also, when you look at swag, they need someone to be their singles champion.
1: When does that's he, Paul? Does he use it this year or next year? <sighs>
0: I could see him using it this year.
1: Yeah, I do too. I see him this look, year.
0: Look, I've already, I've already said mentally in my brain, if I were to ever compete in the free for all and I were to win it, I am cashing in on the i for the IG belt at Spectacular. I am saying, oh, yeah. look, I'm like this. I'm like, look, you're not gonna do an intergeekdom champ tournament to determine who's gonna play the IG champion at Spectacular. I'm telling you right now. I'm playing the Inner Geek Gym Champion at Spectacular right now. That way you already have one match booked. You don't have to worry about it. All that you have to worry about is who's going to be your champion I, when that happens.
1: I don't know if he can. they can technically do that because they do scheduling. I don't know if he has that much power.
0: I think, well, again, the title is
1: Whenever You Want. True, but I think they would, due to scheduling, I think Grace would push back on that.
0: Hey, stop that. (laughs) Whenever he wants means whenever he wants. Mm -hmm. So, Paul, if you want to cash in your title shot at Spectacular, you cash it in.
1: (laughs) All right, let's go on to the next section.
0: Yes, the next segment is the news section, which the news section is really only one thing. The president, Grace Hancock, has released... The schedule for all of May. So we're gonna we're not gonna talk about the matches that she announced for this week. We'll that one we get excuse me. On May 5th, we get the first match of the Star Wars tournament, which is Adam Witt versus Zach Burkett. Then on May 6th, we have another teams tournament match, Deception versus Blackjack. May 7th, we have another team's tournament match, which is Danger Zone versus Midterms. Ooh. And then also on May 7th, we have insert pay per view title here because they didn't reveal. She didn't reveal that.
1: No, no. Which no. it will be. You, the pay per view is the Andrew DeMolanta versus Alex Damon throwdown. I know. Okay. But they didn't say
0: the title of it, they didn't say what the pay per view was. Oh,
1: so it's a throwdown.
0: Well, then they need to. Do that when they announce, like, the actual schedule and not wait to post it on the interwebs or on their website because I'm basing that off of the Facebook post you posted. Anyway, the Smodown Throwdown, they haven't announced an undercard yet, but the main event is Andrew DeMolanta versus Alex Damon for the Star Wars Championship. Time for the next week. May 12th, Thomas Harper versus Eric Whiteley in the Star Wars Tournament. For the team's tournament on May 13th, it will be the winners of Rushmore, and versus the press room versus lightning time and the outsiders. So, whoever wins either of those matches, that's when that match will happen. May 14th, it will be the winners of Danger Zone midterms versus the winners of Deception and Blackjack. Wow, don't even know who's gonna be winning matches next. Now, for the next one, it will be May 19th Gold Leader for the, versus Marie Wilson, two one and one and oh players actually in the Star Wars tournament. Then on May 20th, it will be the teams tournament finals. So, whoever wins in that big cornucopia of matches from the prior week, we'll have it. And then on May 21st, a well, big one for play. us. It will be Taylor Robinson versus Greg Alba in Interdictum. Oh, you and I, I have both play. been
1: waiting for this. I have been waiting for her to play for so long. Because you
0: and I both. She has been waiting, and now we're getting a May on May 21st. Oh, I
1: can't wait. Oh, I cannot wait.
0: Do they have a, a pay-per-view title for the Mara Canopic one? Versus. So on SmoDown versus, I'm, I'll update it when I write them through. We don't know the undercard yet, but the main event will be Mara Canopic versus the winner of Alex Damon and Mike Kalinowski for the IG Championship. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. If it's Kalinowski, Ooh. it's a rematch. Ooh. No, it'll be their third time going up against each other. Because it was Kanopic in the first match, Kalinowski for the second one. This is the rubber match. Ooh, yeah. this is the rubber match. I love mm. rubber matches. No good. Anyway, and now for the final week that they re- announced, it will be Andres Ace Cabrera versus the Saint Sean Sullivan star wars tournament may 26th may 27th we have a debut match in ig which will be mark haas versus jacob wittenbin i don't know if i pronounced jacob's last name correctly but can i just say there are a lot of jacob's in this yeah and then the next final debut match of may will be in singles paul walter hauser versus Josh Horowitz on May twenty eighth. I'm gonna be excited for that one.
1: Can I can I go ahead and stop there and state I'm so happy they're just throwing w- Paul Walter Hauser in a match and not making a big like deal not yeah an undercard, but making him a competitor. Make them go through it. Don't make him a celebrity. Make him it's, a player.
0: It's the same they did with Griffin Newman, I think last year or maybe even this year the reason why i mentioned it yeah this year because griffin newman is also a actor he is not a big name actor but he is an actor yeah. so this is very very similar to where I was like they're not putting him in an undercard they're just having him play like a competitor yes
1: now so we'll...
0: and now what is the name of the may 28th pay-per-view it will be battlefield so a slowdown battlefield the undercard this is the undercard this is a big pay-per-view. It is Corruption versus the team tournament winner for the number one contendership for the team title. And then the main event, which had to be rescheduled due to scheduling. I am. The Odd Couple versus Shazam for the team's championship. Oh, man. Smodown Battlefield. It's going to be a big week. Amazing. A big event. Yeah. So yep. now... Yeah, May is looking great. May 2nd, by the way, everybody out there who wants to know, May 2nd's my birthday. So if you you want to give me birthday messages on May 2nd, I'll accept them. Which, for I will be updating the schedule as soon as they get undercards for some of the pay-per-views that do not have undercard. But don't worry, we will be making sure you are up to date as we are as well. So, that was the news in the May schedule. Now we're going into predictions for week 11, which if we talk about what happened last week, Luke, who won predictions last week? I did. He doesn't want to say it, but I am now now seven to his five. I'm making a comeback. I'm going to win the free Spider-Man movie trip that he is creating for me and for us. No, I'm going to say for me, look, if you're going to be a heel when talking about grace and praising her, I'm going to be a heel when we're talking about predictions. Yeah, I'm winning. Uh, Anyway, uh talking about what's happening this week, we have our first match for April 28th, which will be dropping today on Patreon.
1: Actually, yeah, about four-ish.
0: Yeah. Or, well, by the time this has gone up on both podcasts and on YouTube, it had already come out oh, yeah. on Patreon. But it is Brandon Hanna, four and three, one knockout representing the stars versus Robert Parker, two and one, one Ooh. knockout representing the dungeon. Luke, who do you have and why?
1: Well, hmm.
0: Hmm, you know, make
1: it you important. and I talked
0: about this before. No, don't you dare. You and I talked about this earlier. I'm gonna go
1: Robert Parker. Okay, I, oh. I, I'm struggling with that one due to the fact that Brandon Hanna I feel is doing much better, and I think Roxy is the perfect manager for him but robert parker is such a good competitor it's hard to go against robert it really yeah is. i mean you you knew my pick yeah
0: when they announced the match yeah i'm picking robert parker because again like his one loss doesn't do him justice no no because it's against chance ellison who would later go on to win that tournament yes but ladies and gentlemen robert parker is a phenomenal competitor if he wanted to, he could go perfect in every single match he wanted. He could go perfect if he wanted to. He has gone perfect. There have been multiple matches that I've seen him play in in the online trivia leagues and in a match where I even went up against him. He has gone perfect. So trust me when I say Robert Parker is going to be a future IG champion, I, in my opinion. Hey, I
1: It's hard to go. The next,
0: the next match. Which wait, there is actually a major news point that Grace brought up. That talking about competitor because this would make a very thing, correct thing. Robert Parker's in the dungeon. The ID champion is in the dungeon. She actually announced that if you're in the same faction, you're going to play each other.
1: I like that. I actually do like that change.
0: I am too, but it's not because of Grace. It's because all the managers decided on this. Grace did not decide on this. The managers voted on it.
1: Well, it makes sense. I mean, having to wait, it just puts more on the competitors.
0: Yeah, and again, if Robert Parker were to win, like, an IG number one contendership match, and Mar is the champion, he may have to wait an entire year Uh instead of just having the match. But that's... All right, we spoke about that point. We spoke about Brandon Hannah versus Robert Parker. Now going on to April 29th, where we're going to have the first match of the team's tournament, Lightning Time, which is Liz Shannon Miller and Ethan Irwin, versus Outsiders, which is Paul Preston and Ben Goddard. Luke,
1: who do you have and why? I think I'm going to go with Lightning Time. Well, you know I say that. I'm going to go with the Outsiders. Ben Goddard's hungry. He's up. (sighs) And Paul Preston, I think, is upset. This might be the upset of the week. I'm going to Outsiders. I feel Lightning Time will probably win, but I'm going to put my bets on the Outsiders.
0: Well, I thought you and I were about to agree on something again because I'm choosing Lightning Time. Because though Liz Shannon Miller had a recent – Big loss against John Rocha. Ethan Irwin is one of the strongest competitors ever because he went up against John Rocha and he beat him. So that's a major point. We cannot forget that point, which from what I, from what Christian Harlov says, he doesn't study and he still wins these major matches. So I'm like, okay, if he doesn't have to study and he can win those big matches, great. And I feel like him and Lishan and Miller are going to make a great team. Sure, Paul and Ben are angry and hungry. But Liz and Ethan, that's a com—that's a scary combo.
1: It is, but I don't know. For some reason, I just feel Paul and Ben have a good rivalry and good partnership. And so, I, I don't know. I'm just giving it to him this week. I feel it'll be an upset if it happens. I don't feel very strong about it, but I'm just gonna give it to them this week.
0: Again, and I'm just saying, like, I would prefer Lightning Time over a great eighties movie. (laughs) For the outsiders is a great eighties movie out there for people who don't know. It's also a book. So if you want to watch the movie or read the book, you can. Anyway, moving on, that joke fell flat. Very much so. We have April thirtieth, the next match, the second match in the teams tournament. We have John Roka and JTE Rushmore versus Perry Nemiroff and John Horowitz. Press room. I'm gonna start off. I can't go up against the fence I could exchange anymore. I feel uh, like Rushmore is gonna go get the win. Yeah. That I mean, that's a strong team right there. That is a strong one. Plus with the recent win from JTE and the recent TKO. For John, how do you not choose
1: Rushmore? Yeah, I can't either. Rushmore's got it. And I I'm, mean, and
0: nothing against, I nothing against, Perry, but... nothing against Perry or Josh or the quirky mercs. It's just, wow. Oh, wow. oh. By the way, lightning time is representing Usual Suspects. Outsiders are representing the Den. Rushmore is representing Fensack Exchange. And Press Room is representing quirky mercs. Forgot that point. Anyway, moving on to the final event, April 30th. Big pay-per-view, Schmodan Battlefield. We don't know the undercard yet. They're still determining what the undercard is. When the undercard is announced, we will tweet out our predictions on the Galaxy Geeks Twitter feed. So keep your eyes out for who we predict to win the undercard. But for the main event, we have... Mike Kalinowski, nine and six, three knockouts representing corruption versus, excuse me, Alex Damon, four and one, one knockout representing the stars for the number one contendership for the IG Championship. Luke, who do you have and why?
1: Wow, this is the hardest match to pick. I am struggling with this one. Because there is who I think will win and who is my favorite competitor. Mike Kalinowski is one of my favorite competitors out there. But I think Alex Amon will win it. Due to the new slices.
0: See, that's why I think Mike is gonna win. Well because a lot of those a lot of those slices abroad, like General movie trivia knowledge. And Mike Kalinowski newly played for the singles belt and he's won the teams belt. So it's like you get those broader categories in IG, which he's already studying because he's doing singles and teams. And then you add on to the IG stuff. Like I feel like Mike, this is Mike's to win. It's also Mike's to lose because imagine you are Mike Kalinowski. You are one of the people that carried the IG division when it was first starting and you're one of the people that was carrying it to stardom and you lose, you don't play for the title. Imagine what that's going to happen, how that's going to affect him. Cause that's sort of how we got last year, how he didn't play for the title. It was chance. And though Mike was firmly in chances corner, you kind to think
1: it hurt him a little bit. Oh Yeah. I, my problem is Mike to me is a great competitor, but for some reason, I've not felt the fire behind him like I did during the corruption tur- tournament. To me, I feel like
0: we may see it. We may see it at the end of it. Did I put an E at the end of his name?
1: I, I want to see him win. I really do. I, I want him to do so well. Just for my point's sake, I'm going to go with Alex Damon because he has not done bad. And if he pulls Star Wars, he wins it. But you know if Mike Kalinowski pulls DC. Well, the, the issue with DC is DC has become broad. It's no longer just DC I... DC it doesn't matter because even when he was before it was dceu
0: and he had the broad dc he was still getting it
1: true he was but there are even in dc there are a couple questions where it's difficult
0: how about this if he lands on batman or superman let's specify it yeah if it land i'll specify even further if it lands just on batman alone it is his if but look here's what's going to be interesting if they are tied up at the end of round one, Damon gets Star Wars, Mike gets Batman, they keep on going and they are tied. this could this match could potentially be a sudden death match.
1: Man, just thinking about that though, you did do bring up a good point on having Superman and Batman slices.
0: mm-hmm oh, that's the thing it,
1: it wasn't-
0: It's sort of like it's sort of like if Hector was still playing and he landed on Spider-Man.
1: yes. I, oh man, this is so hard. I'm sticking by Mike. You know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm going to go with Mike Kalinowski. I'm glad I sold you. You you sold me because of those slices. But I mean, again, Alex wins.
0: Again, by how broad some of the categories are now, Mike is already studying broadness. And then you put IG with it, and then you get the potentials for slices like Superman, Batman. DC like everything is in Mike's corner I'm not saying that Alex is only good at Star Wars I'm just saying that Mike has proven himself an IG I mean again looking at his record nine and six yeah three knockouts a former two-time IG champion I'm just saying yeah. he's a good player
1: yeah it's just yeah. wow it, it, that's that's a hard one I yeah I wait this week is gonna be
0: Awesome. Yeah, because let's run down our predictions again. You and I both chose Robert Parker. You chose Outsiders. I chose Lightning Time. You and I both chose Rushmore. We don't know the undercard, so that may also be a deciding factor later, and we both chose Mike Kalinowski. This is a big week. Man. And ending our predictions, we go all the way back to what happened this past week to the recap. Now, Starting off with the first match of the week, it was Jessica Sloth versus Beth May. Jessica getting the win. I was sort of disappointed that Beth didn't do better. Yeah. But I'm also proud of Jessica showing off like, oh, Jessica has knowledge.
1: Oh, yes. That match was impressive. Jessica just dominated.
0: Yeah. And I will say Beth made me smile a majority of the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She, she's just, she's awesome. She's just one of those this was, I like a watch. This was the one that put you in the lead a little bit.
0: No, wait. Yeah. Did you choose Jessica? I did. Then I didn't win. We tied. Ah, yes. Oh, man. You yes. realized it. Woo. Um, I got to bring it up to six now. Seven, six. God damn it. Why'd I mention it? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. 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 The next match was another debut. Jacoby Bancroft versus Jacob Blunden. We've mentioned this match earlier. It was tight throughout the entire match until Jacob just whiffed it at the end.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, I'll be honest, I was shocked that he was whiffing it. However, I want to say this, and I mentioned this to Jacoby. I messaged Jacoby about this. I told him, like, literally when it landed on DreamWorks Animation in round two, I was shouting at my TV, keep it take it. You can do it. Take, it. take it. Take it. Take it. Because in a division that he played called Fandom Fights from Multiplex Entertainment, one of the categories was DreamWorks Animation. So it was already something he would have to study for. So I was confident. All I was thinking was, Jacoby, you're going to get the, all the questions right in this round. Take the freaking category. And he did. Like I'm, I'm so proud of Jacoby because he I'm so glad
1: I chose Jacoby. But even Jacob, though, I thought he did great. We, oh, we yeah. got to be a little biased towards Jacob Blunden because of his girlfriend.
0: That is true. That is very true. By the way, congratulations. They're going on three years. Oh, Congratulations to them. But, like, like, Jacob... On...
1: He really yeah. does a great guy.
0: Yeah. And Jacob only had to go to multiple
1: choice once
0: oh, yeah. in round two, which sort of teetered it more towards jacoby
1: would you say it was the best rookie match yet
0: i will say so far it is because the majority of the other rookie matches have either ended in tkos or like um i don't know it was a strong it was a strong
1: they felt like rookie it. match they felt yeah
0: like- they i am looking forward to seeing jacoby fight for titles because oh, yeah. that's what's going to happen and even if i have to convince him to do ig i will because i know he can do it i know he can play IG. jacoby if you watch this show you're playing an ig that's just me anyway the last the last match we're not going to talk about the free-for-all we gave a full like free-for-all talk the last match we're going to be talking about bangada versus jte jte pulling out the win not the upset but the win with the final question Ben Goddard unfortunately unable to get his five-pointer, which would have tipped it to his side, which would have tipped it to you winning, but that didn't happen. So again, it was a strong match. It was a strong return for JTE. Ben tried his hardest. By the way, JTE is now 10 and 10. Wow. He was nine and ten. Now he is ten and ten. Wow. He is even now. It took him this long to get even. Wow. So, yeah, it was a strong match this week. Had a lot of great matches, a lot of strong showings from, showings from debut players. A great victory for Paulo Yama, where he can use that title shot whenever he wants. Ben Bateman getting MVP. By the way, before we before we end off going to the free-for-all, Luke, who do you think was the MVP of the free-for-all?
1: Honestly, Ben Bateman. Okay. Ben Bateman, then second, I would go William Beats Bibiani.
0: Interesting. I would... Though I'm not basing it on how long they lasted. I'm basing it on impact. I would have to say Jacob Blunden is up there for me. For the simple fact of
1: they he cleared give, a table. They did give him moment of the night.
0: Yes. He did get... He had a big moment. Which, I'll say, I'm not trying to take this away from Jacob. Those questions were very easy to me. <laughs> Except for that last one. That last one made me had to go, oh, I don't know. But... Like those, those are again. They were even throughout that entire round until that last question. Which again, like Jacob London deserved to have moment of the week. Uh, that moment. Oh yeah. If we if we gave a moment of the week, he would have gotten moment of the week. Oh
1: yeah, easily. But well, yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would have fought you for William clearing the table as well, though. I but I would have fought a rookie doing it. Yeah.
0: A it rookie did done. it. Like again. I, Again, if you want to fight about this now, William Baby, it was expected. At least someone was going to clear the table. That was the only way that table was going to, like anyone was going to advance in that table. But when it came to Jacob, no one was expecting it. Yeah, yeah. So that was our recap of this past week. With that, our show was done. Luke,
1: tell the people out there where they can find you on the interwebs. Find me anywhere at Luke stuttered and my Twitter is at Luke st 16. Thank y'all for watching. We love doing the show weekly. Sometimes it's going to be hard, but we love trying to meet and do things. And I love being able to do art recently. That's been keeping my creative juices flowing and it's been great. Yeah. And you can find me everywhere at mystery. Lime
0: Mac. that includes drop something that includes Instagram. Twitter, TikTok. I'm trying to do better on TikTok. I really am. It's just hard to get ideas of what to post. Anyway, and you can find us both, the Galaxy Geeks crew, at Galaxy Geeks 1 on Twitter for Luke Stuttered. I have been Elon McKegg, and I hope you all have a great rest of the day. See you later, alligators. See you, buddy.